Third time. Third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. We are back. Wow. Ooh, it's been a while. Yeah. Well, well I guess. Technically, we did technically the one we did addressing that one. the That's cruddy right. stuff we didn't want to cr- have to yeah. be talking about. Yeah, we did do that. But then Brandon decided, for those of you who don't know, he decided to nearly die. So we yes, in the hospital. Yes, this is... Um, that, wow. I... I hope this is. I hope this podcast isn't all over the place. I know it's going to be anyway, so I have to apologize already. Heidi goes, "Well, what do you want to even title this?" And I was like, "I don't know. We'll see where this goes." <laughs> I kind of have an idea of where I want it to go, just because um, I learned a whole bunch of things uh, in this time away. Because uh, it was like it was a, just a very, very interesting, crazy time away. But yeah. Um, First off, I want to say thank you to everybody for everything. Oh my gosh, um, so much. I, mm. I don't know, man. It 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 bothers me so much because we do get the the, the positives do outweigh the negatives. And Absolutely. I, and I do, um, you know, I only I don't we don't share all the negatives that we no, know of course not. some of them we share just if like it in the case of the podcast that we didn't want to do um we we shared some negative just because we it was stuff that needed to be addressed but you know a lot of we get a lot of times people just don't see or criticize the open and genuineness of our ministry this podcast you know, we get we get a lot of criticism for that and even more so recently. And it's fine. I mean, we're fighting through it. It's not that big of a deal. Point being, though, about it is it makes you, sometimes it just makes you kind of, you know, go like, really? Because mm-hmm. um, the, the, the things that occurred over this time between the people that uh, have been brought through our ministry, our family, you know, different things like that, uh, this is just such, um, you know, God is sovereign over everything, but I think the Lord was able to give me uh, special insight. It, I think he just kind of, you know, and it, and it took me going through a lot of crap to get there, but he kind of gave me a lot of, uh, you know, um, ability to look to see what he's doing in my life uh, recently. And he opened up the curtain in a crazy way for me to see a lot of different things. Um, but the way that the... Um, way that uh and if i am short of breath forgive me (laughs) (laughs) like yeah this is part of the surgery and everything so i'm like i'm getting tired and short of breath very quickly so you hear me gasp for air forgive me (laughs) he's over here heaving but i'm totally fine like i'm not pushing myself to do this like okay i'm not totally fine but i'm not pushing myself to do this too much uh but the the community and the church that we that has been uh built and i don't want to say that that I or we've built because the Lord has done everything and I give us no credit whatsoever. Absolutely. Um, but the, 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 just him being able to see this process of this, this church body that we now have, and we went live with the home church, um, you know, doing sermons, Sunday sermons and everything just, you know, over, has it, has it been a month yet? I don't know uh, if it's been a month yet. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think it's been about. But a month. in that amount of time, yeah. to see a literal church body grow, and because uh, we'd be been built. working on so many things, they've been kind of floating around for a while. But then to see it like officially like start and begin right. and be happening and coming together, and like to see the church come together and be the church throughout all of this, I think was just, just so unbelievably cool. I mean, I was. I was so blown away and humbled yeah. over the whole process. Oh yeah. I still haven't I still haven't been able to process it all. Yeah. I mean I think it's gonna take a little while. My my emotions just flooded the room. I mean this whole time. Um really I, I just uh yeah, still just just blown away and amazed. So again, to anybody that says that that 
these things aren't genuine or real or, or there's not something behind this. Um, I've literally been laughing at you all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and so. Somebody's doing a good job at making the, all this stuff up if the, it's not the real critics and genuine. That, <laughs> the critics that we have, and for some reason, we have people that stick around and just to troll us, and that's fine. Uh, so weird. I, I love you too, and I, you know, I'm, I'm praying for you every day. Hey, if you're listening, you're listening for a reason. If even if it's just a troll, but um, uh, I'm trying to turn my phone down here. I got a new phone, and it's you don't know how to work it. I have no idea. There we go. Um, I think I figured it out. Like I it, now on my other phone, you could just turn all the way the volume down, and it muted it, and it doesn't do like that on this one. It's a separate separate control it's weird and it, no it's not some fancy iphone that's it's a it's kind of it's a cheap just cricket phone so that's why i'm like i, I don't know what i'm doing here anyway <laughs> somebody help um so yeah anyway to that yeah no the the church body and the in everything the the real the genuineness of this whole thing um was just brought to light over this past week and it's just insane to see. So, um, yeah, of course this is real. <laughs> of course the Lord does things. You know, that's, well, I guess this is where I wanted to go with the podcast, okay. too. Because I guess not only is, I wanted to start off by saying thank you um, to everybody. And listen, I, Heidi and I are working on thanks, um, handwritten notes, um, give us time We're, we need to get those out um but we really want to to send out appreciation to every single person and to speak with every single person that uh came through and helped us throughout this this time i'm mean, like dude people paid bills for us when yeah. i was in i mean you this guys is kept just our power this on week. i shared in the vlog um you guys bought food um if you're wondering what I'm talking about, what's been going on, for those of you who don't follow the home church and just listen occasionally to the podcast, um, I went in for, um, ended up going to the emergency room with just extreme amount of pain and everything. I ended up going to the emergency room twice in a week. Uh, first time I was diagnosed just with like a sprang rib and, and just, you know, muscle and, and joint injury. And, uh, yeah, it hurt like crazy, but that wasn't it at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it actually was my gallbladder. Um, I had, they had called it when I first got there. It was a case of um, severe, severe gallbladder disease. Yep. I think something like that is, is what they, the, well, the technical, the technical term or whatever for it. But what had, what had happened, and I had been sick for a long time. I mean, probably, probably a year, probably a good couple of years, uh, on and off. You know, but it always just kind of go away. Mm -hmm. And uh, this time, man, this I we thought it was my rib injury, but then all of a sudden it started. I started getting this pain, just this hardcore pain in my sternum and, and right side area there. And then I got sick and just started un uncontrollably vomiting. I I literally vomited for um, six hours straight. Yeah, and. I, I mean, on the bathroom floor for six, not kidding. I made it back to bed maybe for two, three minutes every time I went back. So by the time that evening that I lit, I had nothing else in my stomach and I was throwing up um, and it was, it was burning, you know, my lips were fried, my voice was gone. I couldn't, you know, I was just in so much pain. Like, hun, this, this is more than this stupid rib thing. There's something seriously wrong here. So we went to the emergency room. Like, what was that, like midnight or something? Yeah, just about. So we went to the emergency room. Um, they did, they ordered the works, man, because they're like, something yeah, is something serious. Um, yeah, they, that's, that's the other, I, I know people that have a medical background are like, yeah, duh. But I'm like, I guess vomiting is such a huge thing in, in the medical field. Like, you know, that that's the difference between a lot of different things. They mm -hmm. won't, sometimes they'll do a CAT scan if somebody has a head injury mm -hmm. and they won't do a CAT scan unless there's vomit involved. So it's, it's interesting how much they, they take that seriously. So vomiting, yeah, they, uh, because of that and the severity of it, 
they ordered all the works, the, the CAT scan, the ultrasound, the, the whole deal, MRI. Um, came back a while later, he goes, yep, it's gallbladder. Yep. And it's looking bad. It's looking bad. So how bad is where this, this gets interesting because now this wasn't your typical I looked it up. We we both looked it up too, all the way because they're uh, we're like, oh, okay, gallbladder. Okay, well, this is fairly simple. This is boom in and out. I'll be good, you know, and I'll feel better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that. That's great. This sounds like a perfect process. Yep, got there. Come to find out, not so much. I had gallstones everywhere, and what had what had happened? And by the time that that we got to the the second hospital the organ failed the gallbladder had failed it was so inflamed and infected uh and what had actually happened is i actually had a gallstone explode out of the gallbladder explode out of it at the front um and go out in uh Anyway, it was spilling. I had bile spilling insi- inside my body for a, a long period of time there. And, uh, yeah, the, so the organ failed. <clears throat> and I, I was just sitting there with these. Uh, you should have, we have pictures of them, too. They're crazy. Really nasty. They're just these huge, huge gallstones that were stuck up in the tube. That's so when they got there. He's like, well can't do the gall surgery yet we're gonna have to do a separate we're gonna have to do a surgery before the surgery we're gonna have to do the process where we go in and uh remove the stones and and do the whole deal so i had a super awesome doctor the first one um well actually they're they're all awesome but uh anyway he goes yep so he he did the procedure and then the next day I was, I was waiting for, but he did the procedure to remove the stone so they could even get to the, to the gallbladder to do what they needed to do. And he made sure to remove and, and everything. But, um, yeah, anyway, uh, we, we were waiting for the second surgery that, that day, uh, to go through, but they had, they had taken blood work. And they were they were not liking like a lot of the the things that they were seeing on the blood work, and so that kind of was that kind of pushed back surgery for a little bit. They were waiting to get that. Uh, anyway, we finally got into to surgery. They got in there, and of course, because this nothing, absolutely nothing, can be. You know, just routine with me. Simple, easy. Yeah. I have to go extreme in every way. The surgery was complicated uh, and difficult. Yeah. Very, very difficult. The surgeon said that it was the hardest gar- gallbladder surgery that they ever had to do. It took two times longer than it should have. Um, and, you know, like, it was, it was bad, but... They got it out, um, was in, you know, was in recovery, came out of recovery. And I, okay. They told me that, you know, that's what they told me. And then they said, the only problem is your, your levels are like sky high. Your liver enzymes and all these other things are sky high. And we're concerned about this. You might need a third surgery because of some other damage that had occurred in this. It was just so inflamed and so infected and so failing <laughs> in yeah. there that uh, they went through. So I was like, oh, my God. By this time, we'd already been through war. So I'm like, ugh. So we stayed. They, they kept me uh, longer just to monitor those. Um, and during this whole process, I had two exploded veins that, that my IVs ex- literally exploded on my hand. And I was swollen. It was horrible. Um, but ended up, so I ended up getting released, but the, the, the surgeons, when they came and met with me before we got released and, and she was talking about it, of course she came and she goes, this is the worst that I have ever seen. 
uh, this type of thing they'd ever seen. And she goes, this was almost fatal. Yeah. And hearing those words were like, oh, my God. What would you just say? Like, like, I knew it was bad, but it was, you know, literally the organ had failed and bile was spilling out to the body. And however long it takes bile to poison and kill your insides would have been the amount of time that <laughs> that I would have had, you know, to take. And that's what was happening. So um, she said that, and I was just like, wow, that's... That's a lot to take in, you know, especially when you have no idea. I felt I felt like crap before. I felt like this. I've hurt you know, like this, but it just, you know, kind of went away. It got easier. It got better. This never stopped. I'm like, man, this could have happened before. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something like this. I could have. We could have not caught this. And all of a sudden, I would have just woke. I would have not woken up one morning or, you know, you would have woken up to me on the floor or something. So those Man, that was that was that was sobering. But where I wanted this to go, I think to finally go after telling this story. But I am back home now. Just got home after we almost made it a full week into the hospital. We we had a business week. We had there. a business week there. We yep. did. Man, somebody the dirt. They're like, you are still here. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. This isn't normal for gallbladder. Yeah, this surgery. this isn't normal. So anyway. In my my recovery, none of this stuff is normal. I have like a double time recovery now too because of everything. I have different complications now. Not not bad complications, but um, you know, uh, just different things than most people have had to do. Most people deal with when you're when you're speaking about something so simple as this. <laughs> but um, in those teams of surgeons, man, she was. And I realized in this whole time that I was there, I was like, you know, Lord, you know, thank you for just these these things that you've showed me, you know, this whole time as far as, you know, I, I had prayed. I've been real sick. I always complain about it. If, if you're a common listener to this podcast, there's always something. Brandon's that's always dying it's always, over Something's here. always wrong. Don't worry, everybody. I annoy myself. Um, but... I had been uh, really, really sick, you know, and I had prayed for health and just, man, I just, Lord, I, I, I need, I need this to be fixed by, you know, I'm giving it all to you. I'm putting this all at your feet. And it seems it was like the day after this prayer is the day that I was in the emergency room. I'm not sure if that's the exact timing of it. I said, that's what it seems like, but I think it pretty much was because I was just like, I'm done. You need to need to step in here. I'm going to give this up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give myself up. He was waiting on me. So it wasn't, that's, that's, that's where I, this is going to go. But he, he was waiting on me to give myself up and let him take care of it. Uh, so I finally did. And, and he just answered so clear. But it, the, the other things that he showed me, I think, is that recently I prayed about this too. Because of criticism and a lot of hate, and, and different things that we've gotten, I've kind of, believe it or not, but I've kind of held my tongue and I've kind of toned things back and I've kind of, you know, just tried to tiptoe a little bit. And I'm not going to do that anymore. And that's one of the things that I think that the Lord really spoke to me about during this process. And I will always speak in love and and speak in biblical truth. I will never stray from that. And if I do, I, I challenge people to call me out on it because, you know, I never, never want to do that and I never will. Uh, but I have kind of strayed away from some topics and some seriousness here that, that needs to be discussed and things that people don't like to talk about. And one of the things that we get most of our most credit or I get most of my most criticism for um, you know, it's, it's just people thinking that it's this um, this hate or this negative attitude uh, towards certain things. But, you know, this, this surgeon, when we were talking to her that day, was, I, I don't know how to explain it. Heidi was there, so she knows. I, I almost, 
it, it almost felt like a, and I don't I gotta be careful I'm not I'm not Bobby Connors or, or, or <laughs> what's his uh, yeah, what's his name from, from Bethel it's yeah. to, Bill Johnson yeah. his name escaped me there totally not that but it almost felt like she was prophesying mm-hmm. like like was, we're not was, saying she and was. I, I'm not saying but, she was. Yeah. No, that's not. But just but, to clarify, internet. But at the same time, there's some things in there that that, and then the other surgeon popped up with something randomly, which we'll get to. But yep. Um, it was. She kind of went uh, and and she's Heidi's new best friend. Oh yeah. Because you guys she's have this, no idea. She's totally this holistic. She works for the system. But she's so against the system. Yeah. uh, I mean, if I could have laughed and fell out of that bed, I would say I died. But I got to quit. I got to be careful with that, like that reference here a little bit. Yeah, you got to watch that I got to be careful for that one for a little bit. Um, But I did. So now we're waiting. We're like, is it funny to make death jokes? Is it funny? Is it too soon? Is it too soon to make death jokes? It's never too soon. It's never too soon. Um, Because I'm not a snowflake. (laughs) But... <clears throat> I, uh, I was just like rolling at the stuff that she was saying because she was like explaining to me what to expect after you know, and, and as far as like uh, eating, diet, you know, different things after this, and then she went off into this like Monsanto, like don't like. Everybody is so stressed out and sick and the world just keeps turning and turning and nobody cares. She said these words. Yeah. Literally. And that's where she started off and she's like, you know, I, I, I need to explain these things to you. But, you know, this is these th- these are things that you're not going to hear because, you know, this gets lost in the business. It's so easy for us to pump you full of pills give you this paperwork and send you on your way. Yep. And she goes, and that's just like the rest of the world. You and everybody get, you know, makes the, money and everybody. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is all stuff that we've, you know, I've said before, but somebody else coming in and saying this, especially after this Trump, you know, this, this pretty traumatic experience, it was just like, wow, I can't believe you're saying this to me right now. Like I, I amen. Like I, you know, I was like, yes, yes, yes. You know, the whole time, but she's like, we are so stressed and so sick and so busy and, and, and our cares are, are so far beyond where they should be because we're constantly lost in this American dream, which is the reality is an American nightmare. And she said those words, and these have been my own words too, but she said this, and this is like when she was saying this to me. And I, you know, and then she realized that she was talking with him, you know, speaking with somebody that was very like-minded with her on this. So then she just went off on this, just people are going to work and they're steal coffins every single day and just, you know, living for the man and all this. And I'm like, wow, yeah, yeah, you're right. And this just, this just blew my mind. well, it, the part that blew the other part that like blew my mind, I guess, is the the surgeon. We had, the the conversation has shifted a little bit to man, and just talking about how we act and we act, and he just busted out and he goes, "There's none righteous, no, not one." Yep. He literally, I he said that. Yeah. And I was like, "You just said that. That's so weird." I had a team of four surgeons sit there in front of me. Yeah. Like. And you just like almost like I said, it's it, I am in no way claiming they were prophesying to me, so do not <laughs> take me out of context. But it's that's what it felt like, yeah. You know, that I know in the way that it was, is the Lord was speaking to me, and that's how I heard the Lord through the surgeons. I really did because I was just like, Man, Lord, I felt like a telephone call, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just like, I hear you, I hear you. Um, and I just felt so like, you know what. I cannot wait to get back and just podcast on this because this is a point that I've been, I'm a, I, I've been uh, kind of laying back off of, believe it or not. Because, yeah, people don't want to hear negativity all the time. People don't want to hear this. Tell me the good thing. But you know what? I, I don't care. This is what we're going to talk about. This is what I'm going to talk about. This is what I'm going to preach about on Sundays. 
not all the time, but I mean, this, this type of, of idea of this reality, guys, that we're living in right now. And it's serious and it's real. And we can't keep doing this like, oh, yeah, that's cool, but like, let's go do this. Yeah, yeah like, I'm totally with you. Boom, boom, I understand. But then we just keep feeding into the machine. And we just keep being a part of this world and not making a difference inside of it and not being or living different. Now, from <clears throat> this doesn't go, I guess, you know, for the, this goes to out to, to whoever it, it, it needs to. Doesn't necessarily mean everybody because I, we have people in our church family. I hope, you know, and I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and name them by name. And I'm going to tell them that, um, that they need to listen to this but michael and marina mm -hmm. you two are literally the most inspiring christian couple oh I my think, gosh you guys that i've ever seen a daily basis. I, but just in a such a real way because they and michael even post they they even posted different things about this but their their lives reflect mm -hmm. this their lives reflect the difference they go out and do in their electricity, in their family, mm -hmm. in their just emanates in anybody they come across. And they just infect everybody in the most amazing way. And that's just, that's the way that we need to be. But largely, that's not what we are. Because we stick with the system and what's so easy and what we know. And we just go that way and we just, we, we put it at the back of our heads. We know it's truth, but we put it at the back and we go forward because we get frustrated. You're like, well, what am I supposed to do then? And then we get upset. Well, what if? Well, this, yeah. or this is going to cause this, or this is going to be a problem, or you don't understand my situation, yep. or I need to keep the light bill on. Hey, I mean... This is this life that we're living, this place and time that we find ourselves in now mm -hmm. is 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 a time that we must be sober minded and we must pay attention and we must see what's going on, truly going on in front of us. And what is it's death, dying, corruption, lies, all of it, the whole thing. Yet we just feed into it and smile and just and we that's that's not what we're supposed to do and that's not producing fruit of the spirit this is the difference that we see of lives and the things that paul peter james the people the, the apostles jesus they're, they're talking about when we we live this different life in this different world inside of where we are inside of this reality and we see we see our instructions to that in the letters of, of how this works and what we should do. It's not, you know, it's not some, the, the whole material world outside there is bad. Yeah. And you got to stay away from it and you got to shelter yourself and you got to go build exactly. yourself a doomsday, you yeah. know, tank and, and go bury yourself underground. No, dude, we, we have, anything. we have so much freedom and, and so much joy is in the body that like we're free. What do you like? We, we don't have anything to be afraid of. We can go anywhere, do anything that we want in as long as we are following God's law. Everybody's I like, don't, don't misquote My me on that. My pastor said I can do what I want. But the material world isn't bad. You know, things aren't bad. Going and doing things isn't bad. We can we can do any of that stuff as long as it's God honoring. So don't get confused. But are you really going out and being free in the Lord, or are you really binding yourselves to the chains of society in the world, and, and what's going on around us? Well, that's what's so sad because the times we do see opposition and these people coming up against us, it's because they're so entrenched in their love and you they're love just the world. clenching onto the world that they get so angry with us and say these things. And it's like, 
it's just heartbreaking because it's like you're upset because you love the world. Mm-hmm. And, it's and people get so mad offer. at that because They're they like, get. No, I don't. Well, and then they say, you love the world. And then they categorize you mm-hmm. as somebody that's saying that. Oh, people have told us they feel bad for us because we must have no pleasure and oh, enjoyment yeah. in I life. Oh, yeah. I laugh so much. Like, oh, like, bless. But, that's, but it's so sad <clears> at the same time because it's like you truly believe that to not love the world and to be living for the Lord and nothing else is a sad, lonely, awful, like, experience. You know, right? right? Like, they look at that and they go, oh, sure, poor things. You must have and no I enjoyment. And I suppose they're, they're – well, I don't suppose. I know – there is Christians that have done that. You sure. Know? Oh and, yeah, and, absolutely. And we see you can make the limiting, miserable. the limiting, you know, um, Duggar type where you must wear the, the the skirts and you must have, you know, you must stay away. No from, laughing. No happiness. No. Yeah, you know, we all know that, and that's not that, that's but. not the case. We're not progressive by any means. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm progressive, which means I Wait, love the world, but I slap a Jesus sticker on myself exactly. so I feel better. And that's, but that's what the that's what the church and that's that's what even the church now is ingrained in. It, it's mimicking the world, yep. and then slapping, um, you know. Well, it's well, we got to do something. Yeah, you know, we have to progress. The gospel has to be preached. Yet they're not preaching the gospel. <laughs> it's like yes, I literally. Desiring God, Judd Piper did another music uh, post. It was really good. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it was Piper that wrote actually wrote it, but they did one yesterday that was okay. really good. Uh, but somebody had commented on there, and it was she didn't mean it like in a negative way. She goes, "I've been to church where I've listened to the sermon and the only gospel presentation that was that was in the music." But she was saying it like music is good because. I've been to church and the pastor didn't say anything about the gospel, but yet so it was in the music. So there was a song that alluded to it, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like... Fantastic. I, I was like, I I don't comment on these things anymore. I think sometimes it's a waste of time. But I almost wanted to apologize to her because that's tragic and terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. And then the comments again on this thing reflected a lot of the... A lot of the underlying issue here, but you know the, the the church is just just mimicking these things and just so lost. Yeah, largely, there's I have faith in it because sure. that's what this whole whole beginning part of it. Absolutely, and that's the true church. That's what that's really what the church is, and and that that term true church that's the body of Christ. Yep, that is the mimicking people. The, people. the people and mimicking. What Christ did in yeah. being Christ-like. So when I use that term, that's what I mean when I say true church, because that's a that's a cultish term. Yes. So like the Catholic messages we get, and they're like, yes, the true church is for the true church. Well, I see. I held back my <laughs> shouldn't have held back, but yes, that's a very that's a very very cultish term. Uh, so it's it's mimicking that and. I see it every day now. I do. I, now that we do, now that this is what I've, I guess, accepted and realized that this is what I was supposed to do from the beginning, um, I see this every day. Of And I have to, nearly every day, I have to explain something in a way that's been because the church has done a terrible disservice to this person on how they taught this way or they were just taught a complete lie. Mm-hmm. So wake up, <laughs> like, like seriously, wake up and, and, and start asking yourself these questions too. Like as far as everything that's going on right now, w- w- you and I watched this, the pilot uh, from that UFO video mm-hmm. that got released yep. last, I guess it was two years ago now, but uh, talking and I was blown away by it. Yeah. Because I was just like, this is, I, I'm not tinfoil hat Heidi, but there's a, and I spoke with uh, Apologia Studio. They have, Cultish is kind of one of their offshoot, um, they're affiliated with them lightly, but uh, one of their offshoot podcasts that they do. And they, it's, I mean, from the ones that I've seen are really good. 
Yeah. Um, but I was talking to the dude yesterday, and he was saying that um, they were uh, they were getting ready. They were they were finishing up a couple different ones, but they were getting ready to um, put out a alien one based off of the information from Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. And me and him, me and him were literally like laughing about it. He goes, I know, but it's true. And it's like, and it's real. And it's, it's, we should open up there. There's there needs to be a Christian conversation done about this because for so long, UFO thing has been cultish. You know, it really has. And it's been weird. And, and, you know, we get these and, and downright just, crazy people you know they they get into this stuff like the i always think of the word like ancient aliens dude <laughs> with his hair on stuff like but of course we know what what this is i mean we know what this type of the deception is but the whole rest of the world is catching on to the fact that hey this is there's something real <laughs> there's something real that's not part of this world imagine that <laughs> and it's like, it's there's like this whole spiritual and I, i'm not listen i'm not not every single thing that's out there every video is real but what cultish is was saying is there is legitimate documented yeah. unrefutable proof of things that we cannot explain and that are un worldly that these terms have been used that for our human limitations it's impossible for us to be able to do some of these things that we have documented so now the the rest of the world is gosh darn fruit fly and a fruit fly fall into my drink sorry it's cool I had to design flowers while he yeah. was in the hospital, and then I didn't clean right away because I rushed back up to the hospital because, you know, that's when you were having the surgery that the surgeon was like, hey, uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And so I didn't get a clean. Everything's a mess, and there's fruit flies. I'm sorry. Yep. But, hey, we're cool. Anyway, <laughs> At least something's I got flourishing. <laughs> something's flourishing. Um, yeah, but now the, the rest of the world is catching on to this. That, hey, oh, hey, something's up. And uh, they're going to be going through just that, the proof from it. But this is, we literally are talking about Tom DeLong. Or if you're a, if you're like our age, yeah, you grew up with Blink-182. With Blink-182 Tom fussing Tom, about aliens all yeah, the time like dude, a lunatic. And, oh gosh, we're gonna, please don't criticize me for... These are the people we were. We are, are not saying that we you were. should be listening to Blink-182. They're no not God way. honoring in any way. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for that PSA. <laughs> but the reality of the fact that he is part of something that the government recognized this is just is is funny. And you're like, is this real life right now? Does it mean a whole lot? Does this? No, we live in the twilight zone. <laughs> what does this mean? What am I saying? This means I'm not saying this is the end of the world. I'm not saying. But I'm saying that this is crazy, dude, and you should pay attention to this. And this goes more so along with the 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 Trump stuff too. Just the reality, the fact that that Donald Trump is our president. It's so funny how people forgot how much they didn't like the dude. Like he was just a scummy businessman. Yeah, he was just a scummy business guy. Like people liked him. I mean, they still did. But I mean, the people that like him now didn't like him then. Yeah. Not everybody, don't write me. But the fact that I just always remember Donald Trump as being like the funny, you know, just a funny joke. And, you know, the fact that he's president now, and regardless of how good of a job well, or how bad of a job forward, he's doing. Look at the other people that are like running for, like, it's just funny to see now, I guess, your point too, and being it's not even that it's just about Donald Trump. It's just look at the state of things. The Our state, president yeah. is now a reality show right. star slash business. Like, but then you look at other people who are running it. It's just like, does anybody else, which I know many of you do, but it's like the world is just a joke. Like we live in this weird twilight zone where things, things are weren't just like this. Like bananas. there was always like, you know, there, there was always that funny political guy. It's a circus. You know, it's always been is. like that, but now it's, it is, it's a circus. And, for the evangelical Christian side of it, if 
it's worthy to note that it looks like Donald Trump and the evangelicals are literally trying to bring about the biblical end, like, end. Yeah. end. I, I got to be careful with how, because like I said, I'm not talking about the end of the world, but they're, they bring in the tribulation. Like, it literally looks like, like this is what they're trying to, to do. to make stuff happen. And that's got to make you start thinking, like, okay, this this all could be, like, we all could be getting excited, you know, and maybe this stuff. But isn't it's, it's worth questioning and looking at it to think, like, would God really let somebody, like, try that hard on that large of a scale Mm -hmm. like we're not talking about just one like you know one dude that said he was jesus and 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 everybody believed it Mm -hmm. you know some false jesus that everybody believed on it you know and and he had 500 followers like this is not this is not what we're talking about we're like we're talking about large scale we're we're talking about nations we're talking about israel and the united states so we're talking about a few countries. Mm-hmm. Is this really just to appease Republicans and the evangelicals? Yes. Is that really what this is all about? Or is, yeah. is there could be something to this? I think it, it's worth paying attention. And, and, and guys, what, what do we care about? Is there anything in your life now more important than going and showing the love of Christ to people now? Nothing more important. Because, and that doesn't mean on Sunday, Wednesday, in the mornings. That means that we dedicate our lives to this now. And we should have before. But because God in His grace and because He's patient is giving you plenty of warning time. Say, hey, get affairs in order. Not necessarily for yourself, but maybe for yourself. If you've joined us with our home church, we're going through Corinthians. And I think that I've been through chapters one and two. Yep. And we're start we should be on three Sunday. Yes. Okay. So this is actually it's first Corinthians three fifteen that I'm referring to. Um, so we'll be going over this in on Sunday. But if anyone's if anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss. Though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. So you're barely scraping through by the skin of your teeth because of your involvement, your care. What have you built here? What are you involved in here? What is your, where's your focus? Like maybe you are doing good, but this also shows you that your, your uh, intentions and your personal uh, pride. Yep. I think your personal pride is the biggest part of this. Where's that at? Have you? Because you're still that? working for God, but you haven't checked your pride. So cool, but it, you're, it, it it seems to be you know this seems to be like where. Jesus is going to be sitting at his desk looking at you, going, hey, just staring mm-hmm. with kind of a blank face for a minute. And he's tapping his foot, going, hey, why? You could have done, you knew what I said. You did good. Congratulations. Yep. You're saved. Yep. You should have known better. Now come with me. You know, yeah. like... We don't want that. I actually like the way that the New Living Translation translates this particular verse better. They say, but if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. Oh, gosh. Like, they... they uh, they went pretty liberal on the translation there, which I it works. The uh, Greek there is well open for that translation. So 
being built burned up by you know but the builder will suffer great loss yeah you're gonna suffer a loss what is that it's certainly not gonna be anything when you're with christ so what time what do you think that means i think i've had a new idea for a new series called what do you really think that means let's look at some of these things in the bible what does this mean then because people say that they want to live this life they want to do this they want to follow christ then you see what they are struggling with and we all have struggles but you see some of the things that they're struggling with and we're like what do you think that jesus means in scripture when he says these types of things that would help your struggle yeah that would that would Let's cure your struggle. Some things here, real quick. So I'm thinking about that series. So um, hopefully, tight. in my spare time, which uh, you have plenty of, because you can't do anything for a month. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I literally can't. I can't lift a milk like anything uh, heavier than a milk jug for what a couple weeks, I guess. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's not gonna happen. You uh, picked up Olivia today, and she's. A very big milk jug. Well, I I side picked her up and took her off of the table. So I didn't use the work to get her up, but True. I used the work to get her down, which I felt. So I should have done that. <laughs> anyway, I can't. And the other part of this and that I'm not going to really stop that I think I'm going to have to harp on more and more and more. People hate me the most for it, but I have but I don't care. I'm I'm honest and open and I believe this. But our American Christianity is poisonous and our American our love for America and our American pride. It's where because you get our most flack, but it it's so blinding. Yeah. I've I saw a couple examples of that uh, this week. Yep. And uh, I also learned a lot against that, man, cuz this this is nothing. This is going to be burned up. And if you're wrapped up in this nonsense, it's going to be a great loss for you. It's going to be a great loss. What what else do you challenge that that means? If anyone's work is burned up. So that doesn't just apply to the American life, but it, it, it applies to your individuality of where your focus is in that. So that that's gonna be that's gonna be more topics that we're talking about. Um I think well, I'm gonna have to do a Pledge of Allegiance podcast. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna be coming up. So I learned to sum this all up. And hope I think this body. I felt like this. This well went. Uh, I had a point to this. I think did it. Yeah, I think so. You think so? It doesn't matter. Y'all haven't listened to me in a while. Well, I think it's more so you pointing toward the point that you want to get to. So this is like the teaser trailer sure. to all the things, like kind of giving you guys like a, hey. Yeah, more of, yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. But yeah, more of just, but a, a teasing of, <clears throat> let's not mix oil and water here in the world in Christ. Let's not do that. And let's learn, and especially now because of the, the, the progress and the direction and the true real life topics that we have going on right now, this is why that this needs to be important and why we need to talk about this now and not later and quit putting it at the back of our heads. Yep. Exactly. Just stop and stop being afraid of it because I see people get, they're being tested by this. They're being questioned by this. They're because the, whether it's, it's, it's mostly comes from family and I know this better than anyone. But uh, you'll get it from that. But stand strong. And But at the same time, stand your ground. Don't get abused. Point out, and I'm going to do my best, a biblical defense for these things. 
So when these things are, or people are getting upset at you and getting angry at you, you could go, okay, you know what? Whip out the Bible. That's going to make everybody feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Let me show you something. I'm going to do my best to equip you all with, a, with defense to these things. Because I, I see and hear about the suffering that comes from trying to live a life from Christ, that things that people have been convicted on, yet their unfortunate, you know, um, I don't know the word that I'm searching for, but their, their whoever their, their opposition is, is so wrapped up in love of the world that it's angering, you know, Jesus angers people. Yeah. And even if people, these people are Christian or claiming to be Christian or believe in God, because a lot of times, like I said, it's parents. So they're Christian parents. And if we're Christian older parents, this is the way that we do things. Yeah. And we love, we love our country. We love God. And they're two in the same. And... We, this is what we do, and if you don't do it, then you're wrong, and you're going against God. You know, I mean, there's some truth to maybe some pieces of that, but that's certainly not what we're, we're talking about here. So we'll do our best to, to equip that, but stand firm on it and, and, and give it back to them in a respectful manner, of course, but... Uh, whenever you come up against this opposition, which will only increase, the more and more that you decide to turn from the world and turn towards Christ and turns towards biblical living, you, the more opposition that you'll get, don't be surprised by it. Don't cry about it. Don't always post videos about it. When you first learn about it, please do. It'll help. <clears throat> but once you pick yourself up and realize what this is all, what all is, just stop and, and keep, keep fighting and get stronger. And you'll f keep fighting harder. Even though the opposition keeps getting harder, you get tougher. And we do this, of course, in love and, and things. And the Lord will send you confirmations and turn things around for you and, and, and lead you on the path. The Spirit will lead you on the path that you need to be on. Uh, just pray, trust in Him and do it but let's let's pull the plug on the world I guess is the point and I guess we'll end it on that but I thank everybody again thank you for this uh, for listening thank you for all your love and support thank you even to the haters people that don't agree with me people that are just angry at me because they're like dang it I kind of feel like he's right but I still don't agree with him and he sounds stupid you stir up conviction in me so you make so, me yeah. really really mad yeah. Gosh, you're so stupid because, ah, but it's kind of right. I love you too. It's fine. I understand. I'm praying for you. But know that I believe this seriously. This isn't some agenda I'm trying to push. I think that this is my advice that I'm giving out to my own personal flock on Sundays. So I think the, it does the world good or the, the, the Christian Christians good to uh ask yourself these questions or rethink these things absolutely as we all should be doing with all the things with everything yep so thank you